Good morning, good morning. Father, I thank you so much for your presence being so powerful everywhere, not just in this place, everywhere. We are all encountering the same God, you. All receiving from you, being blessed by you. You keep doing what you do. And we're going to keep doing what you have us to do. We agree? Agree. Hallelujah. Listen. I said that your progress will have no limits. I never said that your process will have no limits. Because the process is not your testimony. Save me, your God. Your testimony is the progress. Your testimony is not the problem. Your testimony is me bringing you up out of that problem and releasing to you a solution. That is not your testimony. A financial breakthrough is your testimony. Sickness is not your testimony. You being healed is your testimony. Being doubtful is not your testimony. But taking steps of faith is your testimony. The wrongs are not your testimony. Knowing that you've been made right and making right decisions, your testimony. So I want you to really evaluate your atmosphere. And I want you to keep it shifted. Because thinking about the problems is not going to get you up out the problems. It's just going to have you keep thinking about the problems. And the more you think about them, the more it's in your heart, the more it's on your mind, you're going to confess it and it's going to continue to linger around. But when you think about the solution, that gets rid of the problems. Acknowledging the problems don't take away the problems. It's seeking me on ways to get rid of the problem. But I want you to know that during this time, I'm not dealing with things that are around you. I am dealing with the things that are within you. I want to get rid of those problems. Because I cannot send you the way I want to send you. If I cannot complete the work that I started within you. There are issues there that you need to get up out. And you need to get them up out and get them up out now. So I can fill them up with my glory. That is your process. Glory. Don't focus on what you need to do. Have your attention on what I have you to do. If it doesn't bring me any glory, it doesn't bring me any glory. If you want to bring forth my glory, then bring forth my glory. 
in all that you do, starting within you. I don't start on the outside regarding any of you. I always start within. When I build my house, I build starting within. And that shows forth what happens on the outside. It's good to testify your testimony of my goodness in your life. But it's even better to have your life be testified alone. Let your life show forth my glory. Let your life speak about my faithfulness. Let your life show forth who I am and what I do at all times. And I'm going to start within you. Stop thinking about resourceful information and receive heavenly deposits. That is a major difference. That is a life change because it changed lives around. You don't ever have to worry or wonder about your well-being. All you have to do is just believe in me. And let me handle the rest. I need your agreement to stay out of my way so I can have my way. Don't be a person to be so quick to ditch it out and be so slow when it comes to receiving it within back in return. You don't agree with everything because everything I don't agree with. But I want you to see things for what they really are. Your prayers have already been answered. The atmosphere is already set for miracle signs and wonders. I'm not preparing you to go out and collaborate on ideas. I'm not preparing you to do missionary work due to your way of thinking, your perspective. Christ never, ever worried about anything. Many of you are doing missionary work, supplying food, clothes, and shelter. But forgetting that I'm the one who provides. That's why silver and gold you have not. But such is this that you do have. You have to lead them into a place where they will never be without again. So when you go and minister, have them to change their way of thinking. By releasing the way that you now think. Anybody can say glory, glory, hallelujah. But everybody don't say, what must I do to be saved? How many 
do you see that's a split image of my son here? I'll wait. Tell me. Let me ask you again, starting with yourselves. How many of you see yourself or see anybody here as a split image of my son here? Think about the miracle signs and wonders. Think about the words that my son says. Think about the deeds that my son was sent to do. How many do you see do that? And greater than that. Do you see anybody raising the dead? Or do you hear excuses as to why it don't get done? You can give as much food as you can. But when that supply runs out, they're hungry again. My son released a miracle regarding food spiritually and naturally. I am the bread of life, he says. You eat off of me, you will never go hungry again. I have water that you will drink and never go thirsty again. And when they were naturally hungry, he lifted up a plate of food and it multiplied more than 5,000. And there was so much more left over. How many do you see doing that? Walking on water, meaning that you're not doubtful. You're a risk taker. You know where you're from. You know what you can do. Nothing that you can see can hold you back that subject to change. How many do you see doing that? It's good to speak my word and live it. But it's better to become it. I don't want your okay. I don't want your I will, I can. I want your agreement. And your agreement doesn't come out of your mouth. Your agreement comes out of your heart. Because what's in your heart, that's what you do. How many things that you do and make sure it get done because it's in your heart to do? Many give a speech to those who wants to hear a speech. But how about you go out and do what I ask of you, how I have you to, and shift the atmosphere all around you. There goes the miracle signs and wonders. Because you know what? They didn't see it coming. Just like your day of salvation. You had no idea you were walking into an invitation. Look at your life now. Didn't even see it coming. The, the beginning of this year, even last year, 
and look at you now. You have too many things on your mind that only involves you. Too many things in front of you that only involves you. I created you for them. That is your purpose, them. It's not about a come up. It's about a come out. Come from out of that mess. Come from out of that deceit. Come from out of that mentality. Come from out of that failure. Come from out of that doubt. Come from out of that fear. Come from out of that lust. Come from out of that guilt. Come from out of that unforgiveness. Come from out of that anger. Come from out of that bitter. Come from out of those evil deeds. I hear a lot of eyes, eyes, eyes. I need to change. I have to get these things done. I have to make these moves. I have to strategize on what moves to make for the kingdom. But you don't make any calls. Because I don't want to call you. You don't call me. I prepare you. You don't prepare me. I sanctify you. You don't sanctify me. I bless you. You can't bless me. The way how you move me is to release me back in return to me. Because anything that's not is beneath me. I can only be satisfied with my own words coming out of your mouth. My own deeds coming from you because it's in your heart. It's not about making moves. It's knowing that I already made the final move. It's not about your business. Your business is none of my business due to my perspective. It's about kingdom's business. What goes on in my kingdom? Because your business, your way of thinking, it only promotes you. What's connected to that? What's going to happen to you? Where does that put the others? It's good to see a smile on one's face. But it's better to see one in one's heart. Focusing on a problem is not going to solve it. So thinking about the things you need to change, it's not going to change. You have to know that you are the change. So until you know who you are, you're not going to do what you're here to do. Why are you still in a place where you were last year? 
Why aren't there any manifestations what you believe in me for manifesting? I give you these words not to say that they true, but to demonstrate that. Many of you want a breakthrough, but you're not ready to break out. Say you sold out, but talking like a sellout. What are your motives? What are your hidden agendas? Know this, you have an enemy. And everything I'm seeing in your life to do and bring a path in your life, he's also witnessing. And he's trying to bring the opposite, to keep you where you are. So if unbelief is present because you are believing, if unbelief you are doing, well, believing is around you. If you are using your faith, then doubt is surrounding you. If you are doubting, then faith is surrounding you. If I'm within you, Satan is watching. And if Satan is within you, then I am watching. It's either my words or his. You don't expect the hope. You expect to see. And that it will be. Even if you say it in your heart. Because it's going to come out of your mouth. I'm not moved by any good plans or good goals or good strategies. I'm moved by my goodness. I said, be Christ-like. I never told Christ to be like you. Being like Christ is who you are. And if you didn't need help with that, I didn't have to send them for you. Every problem that's surrounding you because you have the solutions on the inside. Don't focus on your money. Don't focus on your legacy. Just focus on doing what I ask of you. And the rest speaks for itself. Don't think that you're not doing enough. Don't think that you have too much to do. That's too much thinking. And it's robbing you of your sanity. And it can cause you to panic and worry about getting things done that I already got done. Your life is smooth sailing. And that's how you should be living. My mercies are new every day. So how much more smooth does it get for you? Smooth sailing. And you're soaring while you're sailing. I said you were soaring like an eagle. And when the eagle is soaring, everything of this planet is under it. Beneath it. And that's how you should live.
The higher you go, the better you feel. It's not about making moves. It's about being still and know that I am your God who already worked it out regarding every move. You talk as if I didn't already write down your life. If you could just stay right there with me today regarding my handwriting, stay right there before you enter your mother's womb. I shaped and formed you. I already saw your shaping and you being moved in my mind, in my heart before I spoke it into an existence. Stay right there. Stay before the foundation of the world. I already knew you. Stay right there. It is finished. Stay right there. I don't lie. Stay right there. I am faithful. Stay right there with me. Only believe. Stay right there. And don't go anywhere if I'm your refuge. If you dwell in the secret place of the most high, then stay in the secret place of the most high. Don't come out. There shouldn't be anyone to exit out of me. I'm trying to teach you how to be who you really are and get rid of who you thought you were, what you're really not. You don't have an attitude problem. I didn't create that in you. You don't be so quick to speak and then repent for what you should have said. I never put that in you. I never said that you were broke. I never said that you couldn't have. I never said that you were wrong. A lot of things that you're doing, I didn't even say. I'm trying to get it up out of you. You got to realize where are the problems. And be honest about them and release the solution. I don't get rid of a bad habit for you to create another one. I want you to spend more time with me alone. Let me deal with it. Because I already handled it. You can't do what I can only do. Regarding you because I created you. You didn't create you. So give it over to me. And it first starts with being honest. Have to be honest. Father, I do this. I want to stop. Father, I feel this way. Father, I don't even know why this is going on. Can you help me? Of course I can. Of course I will. In fact, I already have. Many you can find in people more than you can find in me. And I'm the one who's using them to help you, but I want you to come to me. A word that you're looking for from people to give you, I'm not going to put it in them because that's your motive to receive it from them. And I want you to get it straight from me. So that's why you don't hear what you want to hear from people right now. I want you to come to me.
Because you served me. You laid your life down. And you also got up. Because of me. Talk to me about what's going on so I can give you your answers. You don't know the answer to the problem without first consulting with me to even be aware that you are the answer and still trying to figure out where can you get it from. I said, seek me first. That means all the day long, all the day long, and everything else will be added. What do you need added in your day today? What do you need added in your day today? What do you need more of? Are they the things that will perish or the things that are eternal? Your lives are supposed to fully depend on me. Not do what you think is best for you. Because many of you are making investments just to show people that you are doing something, that you know something. But where are the miracle signs and wonders that's following? Who been impacted? Who been imparted into? Who's coming to me because you been sent to say something, do something, release something? Many of you put me on and take me off. Many of you say you love me and don't even know who love is. I am love. That's the first thing you're going to be introduced to. Me. Love. Love don't think negative thoughts. Love don't say things hurtful to people. Love don't disagree on what I say. Love is not afraid to release me. How many times you guys are afraid to go out? And do something bold that you never done. But you stop. Because of fear of failure. You see yourselves as failures. Then you don't see yourselves as me. Or the inside of you. I gave all who I am. And all means all. As in the even exchange, I want all of you. Some of you still saying the same things that you said you wasn't going to do. Some of you still doing the same things that you said you were going to progress, progress, and do. Due to your process. Progression supposed to be on a rise.
they're not supposed to be at a standstill, your progress, due to your process. I'm not disappointed. I'm not angry. I am slow to anger. I am rich in mercy. But I want you to let me out. So my kingdom can show out. It can only be seen through you. Those who know me. Those who believe in me. Those who want to be used by me. So let me out. However I want to be used. Let me out. Let me out. Thank you, Father, for using me. I know I got progression and process mixed up. I know. Thank you for correcting me. Um, when we get sick and tired of being sick and tired, that's when change is present. It's just... Everything God says is, is true. He is the truth. He is truth. <laughs> and no more holding back of who we really are here. You know, just meditate on who Christ is and what he do. And he released us to do that. Many of us only do that to people who want to hear it and see it be done. 
But to witness, you have to first know that you are, you know, the one to be used to go forth. Because you bear witness. Now you bear witness. Now you are a witness to what you saw, what you encountered. And majority of people out here are really angry and have heard about God, but choose not to go. For all kinds of reasons. Why they just don't want to say yes. There are some who never even heard of his name. And there's a country that had a list of gods and people were walking around trying to figure out which one to really serve. And, you know, which ones to give your life to. Jesus was like with number 50 on the list. And they was like, which one is the one? Having no idea. No idea. Let me tell you what the new America is. It's a land of opportunity. And I thank God for blessing the laws to be the way they are. Because you would not be grateful until you go outside of this country. And it's so good to feed people and clothe them. I have done that with the stuff in, in, my, on my, in my account and on my back, in my luggage. But guess what? That's still not going to be enough. I don't care if you have truckloads of things coming throughout the year. It's still not enough because you still have to give to them. But God wants to give them a word where they're going to never have to ever be a borrower or anything of a beggar again. No one's created to not have. No one's created to need something from somebody else in order to supply. Many must know that the Lord is our shepherd. That's why my name will never be forgotten in the east part of Africa, in Kenya. So many other countries were asking, bring this woman here. Because the thing is, I came with something that they needed, not what they thought that they did. Now, it's good to give food and stuff to people. Yes, of course. It's so good. But when that runs out, where, where, you know, where, where are they going to be? What are they going to do? Gotta release a word. Gotta release a word. They would never go hungry again to even think the way that they thought again. Live the way they used to live again. Speak the way they used to speak ever again. Our speech is different when we are like our father. Our thoughts are different when we are like our father. Our ways are different when we are like our Abba. I see, Father, thank you. Open that door. Thank you. Go ahead and put that key in there. Thank you. Open that door. 
Thank you. Thank you. Because I'm going to tell you like this, guys. A lot of times I allow God to do the talking to all of you. During your prayer time as a worshiper, I have God to talk to you due to my prayers that he showed me. Because I don't have to say everything that God shows me about you to you. Just like you don't to me. You may see some things. There's no one better to go to but God. Regarding, and God may tell you to come and say something. Because sometimes God show me things ahead of time when I'm encountering many of you. And if you're going to leave off worse off than where we were, and that means anger. If you're going to feel a little offended or if you're going to think about it in the sense of it being a problem, that's you being worse off before I said something. So I don't want to position anyone to be backwards with anything. Even regarding our own way of thinking that we shouldn't even have to think the way we do. But we do. Some of us do. You ever gave somebody a word about themselves and they know it's true? But they're like, you're right, thank you. But they still look at you different now. Because they felt like, you know, you said something to them. Regarding something personal. Now, even though we can take it and we say it's okay, but we're still thinking about what they said. And I'm prophetic. I can see that before I say something. That's why I don't really say anything. Not saying that you're not approachable, but everybody not where you are to hear what God even has to say. You can just simply ask somebody, you all right? All right. Yeah. What? Stop playing. I am blessed and highly favored upside down and in the doodle woods. I am blessed, blessed, blessed. Me and my all right. All of that. That's not what I said. That's like when Peter kept saying too much. I would never do this to you, Christ. I would never, ever betray you. I love you. I would never. Peter. After the crow cock, you gonna deny me three times. Or you gonna deny me three times before the crow cock. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah, you get it. You understand. Deny. Also, Peter said, so let me wash your feet, disciples. I must wash your feet. Preparing their feet to travel, blessing it and anointing it. And here go Peter, well, wash my hands and my feet. Peter, I just need your feet. Hallelujah. Sometimes we speak out of offense by trying to defend ourselves. Father, if you don't open that door, <laughs> you want me to open it? You just showed me the keyhole. I mean, what? Open it. That's another one. Okay. Go ahead and open all. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
your life, my life, has to fully depend on him. I want you to take everything off your mind. Everything. How you going to get anything done. You understand? I don't want any of you to be nervous to be around me thinking what's going to be exposed. Guess what? Things are going to be. I'm letting you know now. Yes, they are. And things about me, you're going to see and going to be exposed as well. And guess what? They're not bad things. No. It's just areas in our life that God about to bring up higher. That's all. You understand? That's all. More improvements. Because even when you have a house, you still got to clean it inside. Still got to do that springy cleaning. Dust going to accumulate all kinds of things. You got to keep it clean. And that's what God is doing with us. Hallelujah. So how about we just let him be him. And have Christ mimic him. Because I don't know how many homegoing services that we have all encountered here as those who know that Christ has raised up the dead and told us we could do the same and much more. And we have not done that yet. People walking around us blind, spiritually and naturally, in wheelchairs. Even we claiming things. You got to give everything over to God. Let me tell you like this. This is how you give it over. By stop caring about it. That very thing you care too much about is going to seem like it's the most troublous thing in your life. If you care too much about your health, it's going to seem to fall all the time. You care too much. Stop. You ever see somebody who's old and do the most things that could cause his body to fail and just up and die? People out here smoking and don't even have no hole in their throat for a million years. Eating all kinds of salt and all kinds of grease and still walk around healthy as a, a fox. Because they don't care. They're not saying not to care in the sense of just do any old thing. But they're not caring about dying. They're not caring about their organs failing. So you're going to have what you pay your attention to. Because you're going to say in your heart what's on your mind. I don't care in a sense to worry about my body because I command it always to function as it ought to and I settle with that. That's just like saying, I'm going to the store, you're going to the store. I know what I'm going to get and you go, go get it. I'm going to buy this car and you're going to go get that car. Mmm, Father. I can feel what you're doing. He said, continue the message. <laughs> Feel it, but continue. I'm going to go get this, and you go get it. Because you said you was going to get it. It's in your heart to go get it. When you felt God's presence, I'm going to get Christ in my life, and you did. And I did. You understand? I'm going to get out of this situation. And guess what? You got out. But let me tell you this regarding anything. Don't Look for God to say something in one way. 
God can come in any way, shape, or form to give you a word that you need to hear. But you got to be open to listen. Sometimes in our hearts, we don't want to hear what God got to say because we don't want to make that type of change right now. Because we're so used to things being the way that they are. And some of us become afraid of change. And some, some people don't want change because they just don't, you know, know how to do anything different. But they want better. But they got to be aware that in order to receive better, you got to know that you are better. I never had a measles, a mump, a chicken pup, a wingworm, or any of thing that people normally go through, an allergy, any of that. Neither my child. Digestive system is perfect. I don't know what it's like to be, you know, quote unquote, you know, stomped up or whatever you guys call it, constipated or whatever. I'm never going to know what that's like. I'm never going to know what it's like for a doctor to give me bad news. Because I already have in my heart, I have good news. So you can't tell me or persuade me otherwise. I'm trying to tell you. Now there was a point in my part in my life, an area of my life where so much trauma was happening to me and it caused me, I was holding things in so much. And guess what, guys? I had an anxiety attack. I didn't know what it was. 17 years old because so much happened. So traumatizing. I was shaking in the bed. Like, why am I shaking? That's a sign. My heart was racing. What in the world? It's a sign. I felt like I was about to pass out. Another sign. And I didn't tell anybody for years. And it would happen off and on until, what, what was it, tw when I was 21? I couldn't take it anymore. What is these things that's happening to me? Why is this happening? And it always happened when I'm holding too many things inside or too much information stored in my subconscious. It's nothing but your nervous system, you know, being so overwhelmed by too much mixed emotion. That's why we twitch our body and bite our nails and bite on our lips and rocking back and forth. And we do those things because our bodies are telling us to calm down. Too much mixed emotion. One minute happy, sad, worried, afraid. Pity. Afraid, excited, glad, joyful, peaceful, upset. All that going on over and over. You understand? And God is dealing with that. He's handling that. Let him handle that. Hallelujah. Seriously. It doesn't matter if you badly talked about, disrespected or whatever it is around you. It's what you say it is. Your response, my response has to be different. Don't entertain nothing foolish because you're no longer foolish. We got to stop being so afraid of people seeing our mistakes. Because we're thinking that people are going to look at us different. Talk about us and 
And guess what? Some may do that, but does it matter? So? No one on this planet could sit here and tell me that they never made a mistake. Because it would have been them that had been crucified, not our Savior. It wouldn't take God to send his only son. And somebody was already here that way. You understand? We can't care about, you know, increasing, becoming better in areas. But the problem is if you don't change them. Those problems you had this year, they shouldn't even be where you are now. <laughs> Let alone next year. Some people think about next year already. Because they didn't see what they wanted for this year. Not even wanting even change their way of thinking to be able to receive what's right in front of them. A lot of times we want things that God like, I'm dealing with you. But God, I want that. I'm dealing with you. God said to me, Quenisha, if people knew the exact day and time of their breakthroughs, they will wait to the very last moment to give me my praise. Because the breakthrough right there. But those who know me praise beforehand. <laughs> you understand? And I thank God so much that you are, I am what we supposed to be. But the work starts within I heard God speak to me and say, starting within, things that's on the inside of you got to come out. You got to be that humble, that hum humble, excuse me, and that hungry to get those things out. Okay, I lie too much? Okay, cool. I exaggerate too much? Okay, cool. I be high in things? Okay, cool. I be, I be pretending? Okay, cool. Oh, I'm covering up things. Okay, cool. I'm wearing a mask. Okay, cool. You understand? Things like that. I'm lustful. Okay, cool. I was wrong for thinking that. Okay, cool. Wrong for saying that. Okay, cool. You understand? That was my relationship. That is my relationship with God, but that was my confessions, you know, until I got it. Hallelujah. And I got it. <laughs> yes, God. Thanksgiving. You are amazing. Yes, I'm going out today. <laughs> I say, Father, where do you have me to go today? Where? Anacostia. Okay. Want me to do anything while I'm there? Like bring anything? Just you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The oldest passed away, guys. Don't think about your failures, your mistakes, what you didn't do, what you were supposed to do. Think about where you are right now. I'm releasing the joy I have over there. Yes, I, I'm releasing the joy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Father, thank you. See, thing is, 
I don't expect when I get there, things going to happen. I expect things to be happening before I get there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. You know, I shouldn't have to tell anybody that you have an attitude problem. Holy Spirit doing that by itself. <laughs> you understand? Or that this happened, that happened. Or somebody tell me. That don't even sound right. I can hear Holy Spirit say anything else, but nothing when it comes to me. Come on. You understand? My life is like this. Just keep walking with me. <laughs> keep walking with me. <laughs> and let us enjoy seeing some things. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> Jesus. For real, though. Letting God out. Let him out. Let him out. Don't think it's strange. You know, I'm going to tell you like this. I wanted to so much just make an announcement. You know, do this. Come on, do this. But the thing is, when many come up and show out to go do things, to show, you know, show forth to go do things, outside, out and about, many are looking around. That's the first thing we all do when we get together, to do anything, looking around. Let's see who here. Let's see who's going to, you know, receive and not. Too much of that. God had me to go downtown D.C. by the monument near the tent of David, get on my knees in the middle of the field and pray with my hands up high. They wasn't high at first, though. They were low. Because <laughs> I did that as well. I looked around. There were a lot of people out there. You want me to sit with this bitch and do it? The thing is, God is doing something. He's doing something. And what he's doing is having you to walk freely and let him out to do whatever he wants to. You know how I many people receive just by looking at that act of boldness? Wow, she don't care. I shouldn't care. I'm going to tell you something. Boldness is very contagious. God will use you and me to pave the way for somebody else to walk in their purpose. It's not so bad. I can do it too. I want to do it too. And there are people who doing it to be seen and heard and be so loud and rude and obnoxious about it. That's not the message. Do you want to go to hell? Who in the world going to say hell yes? Hell no. <laughs> you understand me? That's just stuff like that. Do you want to go to hell? You understand? Stuff like that. And then some of us beat around the bush with motives. Talking for 20 minutes 
and just not even getting to the point. Just come on now. What's a little, what you want? I mean, just, just be honest. Do I have salvation? Then ask me that first. Ask me that first. Knock on doors and try to force people to say yes to God. Somebody can just want a Bible. We'll only get the Bible. We got to come out to your house every week. Yeah, we didn't ask that. Like I said, hell no. <laughs> Fiery hell, I'm saying. <laughs> God saying, you get too comfortable saying hell. And you know, <laughs> God, <laughs> I mean fire hell. God, he said, no, you, you, your hell sound different. <laughs> okay, you're my best friend. I love you. Let's go have some fun. Yeah, letting you out. Come on out. <laughs> God funny. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna put back in return. Hell yes. <laughs> but he didn't say that. I fucked that in my heart. <laughs> Father. Father. <laughs> but seriously though, asking people stuff like that. Tell me about their problems. No, tell me about a solution. And then some of us spend 20 minutes inviting people to a church that they don't even want to go to. You gotta realize the time frame. That's how God taught me how to minister. Think about the time frame when it comes to winning the soul. You don't have that much time. What are you talking about? Some people are looking at you like, like, what are you saying? And there's nothing more worse than you come to minister to someone and you leave out the same they are. You understand? How can I tell somebody they're going to hell? I don't gave up on them. <laughs> You understand? So I'm excited for what God is doing. I want you to get excited too. Hallelujah. I'm not going to um, record anything unless God has me to. But other than that, I'm not. He said, go around Anacostia. I want you to go. And when I'm before, guys, I don't want any food. I want to take it up higher. God, I give you my natural hunger because God knows I like to eat. And I'm willing to sacrifice me wanting to fix something to eat to just go out, you know, fasting and praying while I'm out here. I give up food for those who you have me to be in contact with to bless them, Father. Of course I'll do that for them. But I still be saying to Christ, you went 40 days. You too, Moses, 40 days and 40 nights. You sure it wasn't, you know. Hold up, 40 days and 40 nights, Christ. I mean, did they just say that? Did you do that? <laughs> my God. 40 days. I mean, for a whole year, I kept saying to Christ, 40 days. I'll be up in the middle of the night. 40 days. Oh, God. 40 nights. Yes, 40 days, 40 nights. My God. My God, that'll be a record breaker for me. I'm trying to, but it's my time for now. Greater is he who's in us than he's in the world. Thank you for receiving.